Hey now, welcome everybody to the Canadian Sports Bet Podcast. It is February 18th. We are excited to be back after a post-Super Bowl week. What a game. Uh, Crazy stories around betting and props and uh, a couple of successful predictions by us, I have to say. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but uh, a fun weekend, fun game to watch. And lots to talk about for this weekend as well. You'd think there'd be a drop-off. It's NBA All-Star Weekend. And... You think, oh, not a lot of betting opportunities there, John. Can't be much happening there. But I couldn't be more wrong if I were to think that, right? Matt, come on now. Eight to one or ten to one and OBJ with the first touchdown? I'd be patting myself on the back. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good for you. You nailed it. Uh, that was a fun Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, it's it, it really has come down to this. It, it's all about the props in the Super Bowl. Fine. You know, we had to we we have we had you know money line bets and and point spread bets and and in game betting and totals and all kinds of craziness, okay? That you could talk for hours, but it's all about the individual props. The props that and I could not scream louder when OBJ scored that touchdown. <laughs> he's got him. He's got him. OBJ. He's there. Got him. Touchdown. And jumping up around and 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 realizing that yeah, you know, what I mean, I cashed a nice ticket. Um, I didn't even have first first touchdown scorer um, at any time score, and I could imagine you know you jumping up and down and cashing that uh, OBJ ticket. It was fun, and it's it's uh, that's what we try to talk about is how it can elevate your experience as a sports fan. It's not just talk; yeah. it actually does. It makes the game a lot more fun to watch. And if you're betting responsibly, not going too crazy on the monetary aspect of it, then it really just adds to it. And uh, even if you don't end up hitting, you're following the game that much more closely, and you're riveted to the screen, and you're emotionally engaged, and all those things. So it's all a positive. And what I try to stress to people, if they'll if they're kind enough to listen, is how much. If you used your analytical process that you felt confident about and that you did all the inputs based on your weighting of the different factors and you're confident in the quality of your own process and you say, okay, everything that I analyzed gave me one output and then I compared that to the betting options that were out there and there's a difference between the two. I found a difference and I call that a delta and so that struck me as some value and an opportunity to play and an opportunity to win and that's what makes it even more fun. Then if someone's just saying like, oh, here, bet this, then and you do, then you might as well just roll the dice. It's not as not as fun, and it doesn't have that competitive sort of play aspect to it, does it, John, if you're just blindly taking advice from people versus really getting involved intellectually and emotionally and otherwise in coming up with your own betting process? That's almost the perfect answer, Matt. The only thing I will add to that, if you are, if you are happy about your process, and you were able to find something that connected, then that's 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 the home run, right? Just as long as you are happy with your process, not only about the results. Of course, we're happy when we win. We want to win. But if your process is married to that result and there is no sort of shift in that, you got lucky or didn't get lucky or bad beat, et cetera, et cetera, it's the perfect scenario. You could imagine, you could imagine thinking through this kind of thing and hitting something and realizing, you know, OBJ, you know, has had a great playoff. He's been great with the Rams. You know, the price is right. Stafford looks for him. You know, this kind of this kind of explanation, this kind of list of list of ways to approach things like that. Uh, and it the result, there's no there's no no more exciting thing. And uh, you can keep applying it that way. Right. And then the other ingredient I, I can't help myself from mentioning 
we knew the defense's focus would be on Triple Crown receiving champ Cooper Cup. And we were right. He turned out to be the MVP, two touchdowns, etc. But who did that take a little pressure off defensively? Our man OBJ, unfortunately, a non-contact injury later in the game. But overall, a fun game. And uh, we had right from the anthem to the Gatorade and all the other things we analyzed to really add it to the viewing experience. Made it a lot more fun. But similarly, John, we have a lot to talk about for this weekend. The NBA All-Star game, we started to say you would think it wouldn't really be a real betting opportunity. But not so fast, my friend. There's actually a lot of interesting angles that you can find here that will, once again... Something that might not be that exciting every second of the game, right, John? It's not as competitive. People don't care as much who wins and loses. But there's different things you could bet on. I've got a list of over 10 here that we're going to talk about today, John. And just to read them off, and then you tell me which one is your favorite or top uh, favorites. Of course, you choose who, who wins the game. We'll talk about that and how to do it. The celebrity game. Who's going to be the MVP? We're going to break that down. Three-point contest, of course. Uh, just who's going to win the celebrity game? The, the Which team's going to win? You can analyze that, believe it or not. It's not just uh, Justin Bieber. It's uh, a lot more than that to talk about. Uh, the skills competition. Yeah, the skills competition. Uh, who's going to win the game itself? Is it the East, or is it team? I was going to say East and West, but of course it's uh, Team LeBron and Team KD. Uh, we have the skills competition with Scotty Barnes. We have the Clorox shooting competition that also involves Scotty Barnes. The dunk contest, the big uh, poppy of the whole thing. And then, of course, the game MVP, and then there's other sort of sub-props you can get into who's going to score first. So which of those, John, which one of, of those is your favorite to watch, A, and B, which one are you most interested to bet on? But we're going to go through each of them individually, but just hit, hit, give me your favorites first. Well, I think I think the, the, the game is still, it's still the, it's the pinnacle of it all, you know, um, but uh, but the process of going through props, man, it's, it's just, it, the, the Super Bowl illuminated it all. So I think you have to sort of pick and choose your spots that you want to dive into because how long is a piece of string? You can do it all constantly. And the more you do, probably the better you might do, but we all have time constraints. So that said, we got to start with the we, we got to start with the game, I think, and and just focus on who's actually playing, right? That's got to be part of your process. That's the only thing that's part of the process. And the second thing is the motivation. Mm. Who is motivated, right? Mm. You said does anybody really care who wins? Well, you know what? Some of the guys actually do care if they, if they win. So when, I think when, they're, I think when the overall game, valuable. you mean? The main game? The, the main game. Yep. For sure, the props. I think the props, they really do. Like, the guys in the three-point competition, they're trying. Okay? Yep. They're go. going for it. Yep. So you got to figure out who is the most likely to hit all those shots. This slam dunk competition. The, the culture is there of wanting to win this this the slam dunk competition. Mm -hmm. So um, I think I think I think one has to sort of look at the news and look at the motivations of all of the people involved in um, and uh, in, in, in in playing 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 the games. And I mean, like, do we know that that you know Chris Duarte is playing in the, in in the uh, in the Clorox games? You know, I I don't know, but. Or, or we kind of know, but make sure we know that information. Good stuff. All right, let's 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 get into it. Let's dive in. Just before we hit, we're going to get John's pick for the game and how he came up with it. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone to hit us up on Twitter. As they say these days, John, you can find, John, you can find us there at, at Canadian Betting. You can find our contact information there. You can message us on Twitter is an easy way to do it. Or if you're so inclined, our email address is there as well. Any feedback, commentary, questions, anything you'd like to contact us about, please feel free to do so. 
You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast directory is. We are the Canadian Sports Bet podcast. Who's going to win this game, John? And how would you come up with that decision? Well, okay, Matt. Let's look at the rosters. Let's start with the rosters. I won't go into too much of a dissertation, but like, like Jimmy Butler and Giannis and Demar and Steph Curry and Jokic, okay, and 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 Doncic, okay. Freddie, all these guys are pretty good. Okay, you've heard of all of those guys. I, I, <laughs> I have, I, I have heard of them. Yes. Okay, so that's Team LeBron. All right, they're really, really, really good. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let me go to the other side here. Uh, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, uh, maybe Joel Embiid might play. Uh, John Morant, you know, Zach Levine, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, does it look like Team LeBron is a little bit better? But they're five and a half point favorites, Matt. Okay, I submit that if all of those players play, that team Durant is a nice underdog at plus five, five and a half, six, somewhere in that range. I've got them calculated as dead even on my own power ratings. Hmm. Now, before everybody goes wild, say, how could you come up with those, come up with that stuff? You don't know who's going to play and how many minutes and so on. But how else are you going to approach this? You've got to put in the individual, the, the individual players and how they are playing this year. Okay. If they are at full motivation, at full strength, the 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 the, the overall um, uh, minutes distribution is clear, okay, then you might have an opportunity to cash a ticket because Team Durant is to me, based on how they've played this year, the players on Team Durant and the players on team LeBron are dead even on a power rating to me. I literally have them. It's, it's literally percentage points difference between team LeBron and team Durant. Now, what we're going to do is through the next day or two is make sure we know who is playing the game and then start sort of filling those things in, filling those, 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 um, those players in. But that said, there's no way it's going to get up to the the five or six point favorite that LeBron is. So as of now, give me Team Durant plus five or six in the All Star game. I've done that as an individual. I put in plugged in every individual that's playing on both teams, assuming minutes, assuming motivations, and think the Team Durant can pull the upset. Okay, a couple things, John. Do we know anything about the format this year? Is it uh, the same one with like the first to, to the number, or is it just uh, the same as an NBA game? Secondly, you, you're not including like Durant on the one side or Harden on the other side, are you? Are Correct. You? Correct. No. I, 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 in the end, in the end, that's the most important pers- most important perspective. Make sure you know who's playing, and and that is to be decided. I grant it's only Friday, and we 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 it's the game Sunday. We don't know who is going to play. I get it. Um, but plug in those players. Plug in those key players that you think are going to play, and it out it spits a particular number. Like, for example, if Jokic doesn't play, okay, if Jokic doesn't play, which I think he probably will, but a guy like him doesn't play, that skews everything, right? There's no way that I, it's hard for me to have, have a Team LeBron win. Well, I, I'm not sophisticated enough to know motivations and put power ratings on motivations. I am, I am, I, I do understand if those players play and play well, 
then we are we are going to uh, we're going to have a, a, a team Durant uh, that might play a little bit better. Like a Rudy Gobert, for example, Matt. Okay, might play some defense for for uh, team uh, for team for team Durant. Okay, if he you know like would he be the only person on the on the court that might play some defense? I don't know, but put it all together as part of a package. That is the that is the process one must go to to play these at least the the all star game. Different for props, but it, to me you you have to figure out who is playing. Who is playing well, and you can do that by, you know, by, you know, some of your methods that you've come up with, the ESPN or the um, basketball reference. I have my own, and uh, and and make sure that their motivations are are overall pure and uh, out at Spitz number. So give me Team Durant. Um, you know, KD isn't playing. We know that. And, and uh, Harden, for example, on on Team LeBron. Figure out who is playing. I was just going to say they, they were joking about uh, taking Giannis in the draft, and uh, because he actually tries in these games, <laughs> they said something about. <laughs> well, there we got someone no, who actually. No, no. We yeah. laugh about that. Yeah. It, it's yeah, yeah, and we'll get to Giannis later on within this uh, one of the other prop bets, one of their contests. If you think that a player like that is playing, then that's an extra point or whatever on a. Um, on a, on a power rating. Let's go into MVP then, John, of the main game. You want to deal with that now? So Giannis, yeah, um, would, would yeah. seem to be a strong bet, wouldn't it? Although you got to look at some of the home guys as well, I suppose. But uh, what do you think? I uh, Yeah, well, to me, it's it, it, it has to end up being that motivated player. And there's lots of information that's going to come out in the next uh, in the next 48 hours. But to me, a guy like uh, uh, John Morant, okay, Probably, would he not be the youngest player in that in the in the in the game? Probably would be, right, Matt? He's the uh, kind of guy that yeah, the Lame- right? Lame- ball. Yeah. How He's about LeBron coming back guy. to Cleveland? What what kind of reception do you think LeBron's going to get back in Cleveland? <laughs> right. So you know, I mean, like, and, and 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 you maybe you're actually asking, but rhetorically, this is the this these are the these are the questions a, 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 a sports better, you know, a, a handicapper must. Uh, assessment playing this particular game like like the, oh the, i forgot the the hometown guys you know jared allen jared allen is going to be uh going to be a live live player you know whether he deserves to be in there you know and you can go on a on a pascal rant if you want but like um like guys like that that might get lots of that might get lots of minutes they'll cheer for a jared allen they'll start chanting mvp mvp anyways that's a He's a bit of like Garland might be even a better better mm-hmm. one in that situation mm-hmm. for um for the for the for the Cavs. That's how I'd approach it, man. Anyways. Okay, so you're not throwing a pick. All right, let's keep going. Uh, three yep. point contest. We got our boy Fred Van Vliet in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I heard last night watching the Heat game? What a game towards the end against Charlotte, uh, double overtime. Uh, but Jimmy Butler had a horrible game. I think he was like two for fourteen, but then he exploded in the second overtime. And Kyle Lowry, woof. Not to rub salt in the wound, but he looked incredible, and he was drilling threes. I think he had 12 points in overtime or something. He hit back-to-back threes in another couple shots, and uh, you just think about Precious Achua. And, uh, but Thad, Thadjik Johnson, looking better as uh, part of the return for the uh, greatest Raptor of all time, the Grote, Kyle Lowry. But uh, I'm getting off topic, but leading the NBA among all qualified eligible for the lead, leading the NBA in three-point percentage. PJ Tucker. Can you believe that? Forty six percent or something? Like unreal. <laughs> but anyway, we all know that the best three point shooter in the league is Freddie Double V, and uh we're feeling good about him this weekend. And he actually Vegas kind of likes him too, eh, John? 
Yes, he's the favorite, Matt. He's the favorite. Now, the, the odds are very tight. The top uh, six picks are literally within a point and a half of one another. So um, it's uh, it's wide open. And uh, Freddie is the favorite. Freddie is the favorite. He's the tight favorite in, uh, in, in, in any number of sports books out there. Obviously, how many times do we say it? But shop around. You can get better deals on, on various things. But I'm just looking at one uh, uh, gray market book. And uh, Freddie is the favorite. So... The way I approach these uh, three-point contests, Matt, it's, it's not rocket science, but just look at a guy that has the highest three-point percentage in the league, you know, or among I'm sorry, among the among the among the, among the contestants, and and they're all about the same, you know, they're all in between literally three eighty-three, but thirty-eight percent, thirty-eight point three percent, and forty-four point eight percent. To me, at that point, you come up with the delta that says, okay, what are the odds on these particular guys? And yeah, Freddie is the favorite, but his number is lower on that three-point percentage scale. So to me, you know I mean? And please, no hate mail, but Freddie is Freddie is not for me in this, from a betting perspective in this mm, contest. How dare you? No, I know what I'm saying. And I, I barely bet, I, at least me, I barely bet against the Raptors and the Leafs and, and, and these kinds of things, but so uh, 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 Patty Mills is 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 the second favorite, but he's got a he's four nineteen on the on the three point percentage scale. All right, so he's a little bit better than Freddie. And a Desmond Bain, for example, is uh, well fourth fifth choice. He's he's four he's also at four nineteen on the three point percentage. It brings me in my my pick for this three point competition, Matt, and Luke Kennard. Hmm. is 44.8% three-point percentage. Now, again, this is just what he's done this year. All right? I get it. I get it. And and, and is he 100% motivated to uh, hit every shot? My guess is that he probably is. But what's his price? He's literally the sixth favorite out of these particular guys, plus 565 at this offshore book to win the three-point competition. I've got the best three-point percentage shooter among the contestants here. And I got him at a a long shot price, quote, long shot price. That's good enough for me as part of the entertainment of watching this particular particular game. You can cheer for Freddie all you want, and I maybe that's what I end up doing, but I'm interested in Luke Kennard at plus 565, probably end up being six to one or somewhere else, some other price, in, 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 in the offshore world or Las Vegas, but he's the best shooter of all these guys this year. That's good enough for me to play. Luke Kennard, uh, Duke, Duke, yeah, Luke Kennard, Duke product, of course, and uh, had some great late game clutch time heroics uh, this year for the Clippers. So I hear what you're saying there. Of course, Trey Young, Zach Levine, uh, a big in there. Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. I wonder if there's been any other fives, so-called fives, that have been participated in the three-point contest historically. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, stick with our boy Freddie because of his. Uh, he's more of a high-volume guy, so he's probably getting up. I know he's getting up some of the league-leading numbers in terms of three-point shots, which is going to affect your completion percentage uh, or success rate. But uh, yes, the hometown in me is going to choose him. But uh, good stuff. Let's keep going, John. Let's move on to. As we referred to it earlier, the big poppy of them all, the one that draws the eyeballs, probably the most exciting part of the weekend, typically the 2022 AT&T Slam Dunk Contest. we got Jalen Green 
number two overall pick, I believe, for the uh, Rockets. Numbers aren't that great, but uh, boy, he can get up. Obi Toppin participated in the contest last year. Cole Anthony from the Magic. Look at him. Uh, he's got some hops, uh, kind of a surprise entrant, and Juan Toscano-Anderson as well. Looks like a two-person race to me, John. Jalen Green and Obi Toppin, but what do you say? I, I have an opinion, Matt, but I, I don't want to steal your uh, Jalen Green thunder. Is, is this? I mean, you've talked him up in the fall. You talked him about his just just mad hops, you know, mm. to use, uh, to use um, a modern term, yep. you know, and I, I think he's, uh, I think he's got some motivation to be able to show off in front of all of these, uh, I mean, the royalty of the NBA. I think that's, um, that would be my, uh, my perspective. No, I agree with you. Both of them. It's tough. I mean, they, Obi performed well last year, and so he might be a bit of a favorite in the East. But uh, Jalen Green's probably the most dynamic. We'll see who can perform under the big lights, though. So, uh, yeah, I'll take Jalen Green in that one. Uh, let's keep keep going. we got so much to get through here. The Skills Challenge, again, another Raptor here. Uh, we've got Scotty Barnes teaming up with Cade Cunningham, who just passed Scotty in the Vegas books for Rookie of the Year odds. Uh, of course, Evan Mobley of the Cavs still in first place. So the Rooks, three teams here, the Rooks, Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, and Josh Giddy of the Clippers. Cavs have their own hometown triumvirate of Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. And for some reason, the Antetokounmpo's have their own team with Giannis Th- Thanasis. How do you say that, John? And Alex. Giannis? Yeah. Giannis? <laughs> Thanasis. It says here. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, who do you like in this one, John, and Why? Well, you brought it up earlier. Who's motivated? I mean, Giannis is such a family guy, right? Nothing else matters to Giannis. He, I'm sure he got his brother's jobs in the NBA. I'm pretty sure that's the way it worked. Right? Mm. You want me to stay in Milwaukee? Put my brother on the team. That, mm. that I, I, I don't mean to be that No, <laughs> everybody thinks that. It, but everybody I, everybody you know, believes that. Yeah, it's obvious. Right, but to me... Giannis is the best player out of the nine in this game. He's if he, if he wants to if he wants to win, they're going to win. Yeah. And he's he's a, he's a long shot. They're they're a long shot in this. Well, the skill, right, John? So it's as you know, this is uh, sort of the dribble pass. You got to pass it through that little hoop, and you got to dribble all over the place, and you got to run up and down the court, and then make shots. And not that Giannis can't run, but look, the Cavs team—you got two seven footers there. I mean, God, we'd love to have both of them. But for this competition, I mean, Garland's in there to sort of balance it out. But if you were going to pick it just on the the actual challenge, so the skills challenge, I would think that the Rooks team would be the runner. I mean, Josh Kitty, even at 6'9", has incredible guard skills. Scotty has been playing the one a lot this year uh, and is uh, one of those can sort of play all five positions type guy. And of course, Cade, same thing. So they would, I can see why they are the favorite from the Vegas perspective, given the nature of the challenge. If it was a three on three tournament, I would not be taking the rookie team over, uh, over the Cavs team, especially in Cleveland, as you said, to be, to be frank, frank that's the rookies do deserve to be the favorite based on that, on that talent level. I'm, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the guys, the individual guys being, um, in, in a vacuum, being able to produce, you know, um, so the the other the uh, the other Antonio Campos uh, will might will have a chance to do well in this kind of skills competition. Plus, they are the longest shot on the board of the three of them. So that is always something to keep in mind when you're when you're considering these things. But Matt, I'm not playing playing this matchup, and you make a lot of sense with with the rookies. I think that's probably the way to go. But I'm uh, I'm not going to play it. Uh, I give the honest team a chance, 
because of this this vacuum concept. Um, to me, it's probably Team Rooks to win here. All right, sounds good. How about the Clorox Rising Stars game? There's a little tournament happening here, a three-game tournament. So we start with four teams, two games, uh, obviously two matchups, and then the a third game that pits the winners of each of the first two games against one another in some sort of final. Team Barry, Rick Barry, draining 30-footers back in the 70s, uh, one of the best scorers of all time, still involved with the uh, NBA and on the media side. Isaiah Thomas needs no introduction. One of the bad boys, uh, Team Payton. Is that the glove, John? Gary Payton? And yes, then, uh, teams worthy, Team Worthy, James Worthy was Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan hit the NBA coming out of North Carolina. But this is an interesting game, John, and you've done a little analysis, a little breakdown. And you, Hey, if you're going to put your money down, you might as well be smart about it, right, John? Uh, right. So I did the same thing that I talked about in the All-Star game, Matt. I, I, I actually modeled it. <laughs> I actually put these guys in my model, the individuals, to see how they played this year. Now, again, for the 50th time, it's not it's a, it's about chemistry and it's about motivation. It's all about, you know, who gets the minutes, things like that. I get that. But we're trying to come up with something that will help us be entertained in this All-Star game, in this Clorox um, the Clorox uh, Clorox whatever. This game, yeah. team Peyton, team worthy uh, competitions. So um, so composed of, so I was going to say interject, just yep. co comprised of players in first or second year only and non-All-Star game participants, John. So sort of the rising stars, uh, stars of the future, future All-Stars is the idea. Go ahead, right. though. Right. And they add, no, and they add, Matt, uh, sorry, but they add, they add the uh, G League. G League, that's right. Yeah. Everybody gets a G League player on their team. So I'll be brief. Um, team Isaiah uh, has Cunningham, Mobley, Coro, Sengun. Uh, Wagner and Tate, plus their G League player. Um, I miss, uh, there's another team. Precious is there, Matt. So Precious, Achua, mm -hmm. Bain, Bay, um, Sadiq Bay, of course. Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Isaiah Stewart. Uh, and the other teams have Lamelo Ball, Scotty Barnes is there, Dusumnu, uh, Duarte. We're not sure if he plays, but McDaniel's and Davion Mitchell. And the last team has uh, Cole Anthony, Giddy. Jalen Green, Herbert Jones, Tyrese Maxey, and Jalen Suggs. So to me, I've, I put these all these six of them. I didn't put the G League guys in there because I don't, you know, you can't model them. But there is a clear favorite, a clear winner to me among this particular group. All right, and that is the uh, Precious Achua, Desmond Bain, Sadiq Bay, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Isaiah Stewart team. Okay, now that is. Uh, uh, is that Team Peyton? I'm sorry, but I might have... Team I Isaiah. Team, team Isaiah, yeah. So there, to me, is they're so far ahead based on their numbers from this from this year. Of of uh, They rank out at about... It uh, doesn't matter what my model numbers are, but they're ranked at about a zero. Uh, the the Cade Cunningham team's a minus four. The, uh, the LaMelo Ball team's a minus four, the Scotty Barnes team. And the uh, Cole Anthony team is a minus eight. To me, that's a substantial, substantial difference between uh, what what I have on for the um, for the precious acuity. So once you find that marketplace, I don't see that much out there. Be on them to win win their uh, to win this this Clorox uh, Rising Stars Challenge. Hmm. All right, John, you got Team Isaiah. Then uh, I'm going to go uh, Team Payton, just uh, uh, based on the composition. 
of that team, but we got to keep moving. We're, uh, we're running out of time. I like the depth of your analysis there. Uh, we also have a another shooting challenge. It sounds like they've come up with a Clorox clutch challenge, uh, which they describe as an event that happens between the second and third game of the Rising Stars tournament. It's a timed shooting challenge where the players have to make five shots, two players on each team. So the who do you like in this one, John? There's four teams of two. We've got Scotty Barnes in there again, teamed up with Chris Duarte. He's being replaced from the Warriors. Jonathan Kamenga, Michael Foster Jr., and Fanbo Zhang. You know them, of course. Those G League guys, I assume. I don't. I have never heard of these. Guys yeah, before. Evan Mobley, John Schitty, interesting team at three. But again, a shooting competition, and then the final one, Tyrese Halliburton and Desmond Bain at plus one seventy five are the favorites, and I'm not surprised. I don't know how they made these teams, John. But what what is the best way to put our money down on this one? Plus one seventy five, Matt, on Tyrese Halliburton and Desmond Bain against these against these guys. Don't they win for fun? These two, like these these are the some of the best shooters in the league for crying out loud. Halliburton's a good shooter, and Bain's in the three point competition. No, no, this is crazy. Like if you can find plus one seventy five on these two guys, um, then that's the play. Now I, I have heard of Josh Giddy and Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes and Kuminga. I've heard heard of these guys. I get it; they're good players. But to me, it's Halliburton and Bain that are that are the deserved favorites and should uh, should should win easily. To me, at a, at a reasonable price. To me. All right, good call. Okay, brother, I think we covered each of the main competitions. There are. Uh, oh no, wait, we left out a big one: the celebrity game. We left out the celebrity game and the celebrity game MVP. And I had some comments I wanted to make on this because I don't oh. know. Have you seen? If you're bored, spend a few minutes looking at uh, later today. If you're bored, or this evening, or whenever. The have you seen Miles Garrett play basketball, or have you seen Machine Gun Kelly play basketball, or have you seen Quavo play basketball? Uh, it's shocking watching Miles Garrett play basketball. Something just doesn't look right. It's like when Shaq came out; it felt like is the is the net short or something because he just the way he moves and the lack of effort to get his head at the rim and dunk is just shocking to watch and so uh yeah I, i'd be it's in cleveland obviously he's with the cleveland browns and it probably is gonna be fun for him to show it a little bit in front of that building who you know are all excited to see him play but uh yeah i'm gonna go with miles garrett as mvp of the celebrity game john but machine gun kelly looks like he's got some skill too but i'm thinking he's getting tossed around if miles garrett is in there not as only a you know but and then uh the uh the mayor of cleveland's in there and the uh yeah um quavo is more of a you know he's a rapper he's a small guy and it's sort of cleanup time when he's in there scoring points he's not dunking over anybody or hitting three-pointers or anything but miles garrett take it to the bank john would say you i mean i i couldn't concur more matt like he's there's a guy that's motivated that wants to be playing in this game quite clearly and just is like he's obviously got some skills right some some basketball skills and again you brought up a good point look go look on youtube just search Miles Garrett basketball or something like that and see if he's got skill. Let's see if he's got something, right? How can you not, how can you not, and, and in Machine Gun Kelly, there's got to be some video out there that shows there Machine is. Gun I Kelly watched it. playing basketball. Yeah, there sure is. <laughs> right? That's all you get so put the name and then basketball. Right? So to me, Miles Garrett seems to make a lot of sense, especially as a, already a star in that city. They're going to, he's going to play a lot of minutes. So I think, uh, I think, I think he's the, he's the right side. I'm not playing the game. But based on what you just said there, Matt, I might look around a little bit and see if I don't. I won't play. 
ultimately it's just so much fun betting these props like you're watching every single one of these particular things and it's uh and it's a very much a uh, um you know a festival of of you know entertainment and you got a couple of bets a couple of uh, dollars on each each of these things it's it's great stuff it's about the entertainment starts tonight right i think i believe they uh, a lot of it goes tonight and then continues of course all-star saturday night tomorrow night and uh i'm gonna be watching and i'm gonna have uh some action going john just to make it a little more spicy but uh that's it for now anything else you want to talk about today john that's no just as long as uh, we get the themes right about uh about the about the these props and these competitions just fool around with them have some fun with them do a little bit of research and you'll your your sports watching experience will go way up look at matchups when these matchups start coming out like when you have uh you know uh, uh like for example in the three point competition if you see if you don't want to bet canard to win the competition bet canard to against one of the other guys uh in the three point they'll come out with matchups They'll oh, say, did they? What I do didn't you realize think? that. Canard versus Mills, that kind of thing. Be on Canard. It won't be plus five sixty-five, but it might be plus one hundred five, fifty-fifty battle, and uh, you might cash some tickets. I, I love the matchups. So it's like a first round. They just pick out two guys in the first round. Who's going to score more in the first round, sort of thing. That's right. Between huh. the between all eight of these guys, they'll mix them up. They'll sort of say, "Oh, put." They're going to put in Freddie against uh, Desmond Bain, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say okay, and they'll put up a number. And all that has to happen is one going forward. Whoever goes forward cashes the ticket for you. All right, good stuff. We'll keep uh, <laughs> we'll keep looking at that. A uh, lot to talk about. And uh, so, where do you look for that kind of stuff typically, John? Like those I, props. I mean, go to offshore offshore sites. I'm sure I'm sure Proline Plus will be uh, right right in the middle of some of these props. They did a very good job of uh, of. Uh, of in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I suspect that they'll do some stuff for the All-Star game as well. Um, the gray market will be full of it. And for those those others in, uh, in other Canadian jurisdictions, the Play Now outfits uh, across, um, across Canada, I'm sure they'll have All-Star game props. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's how you follow along, Matt. It's just, it's just uh, again, how many times do I say it? But it's, it's wildly entertaining as to your uh, viewing experience. Good stuff, brother. Okay, thanks everyone for joining us today. It was fun to have this conversation. We're looking forward to the weekend. And remember everyone, bet responsibly. Remember to have fun. This is about value for your entertainment dollar. But have fun while you're at it and learn a little bit and uh, maybe cash a ticket or two. We are out for now. John, peace, brother. Peace out, Matt. Take care.